0: Hey everybody, what's up? It is Clay from moneywithclay.com. Welcome to the Money with Clay podcast. Here with another episode where I go over a couple headlines here and sometimes you wonder, do these news organizations get together and rig up these stories? Because the timing of these articles and when they came out, it makes me question this, it's just like it's too good to be true. When you're trying to do a podcast like I am where you're just talking about different topics, you know, obviously around money and, and just living a good solid lifestyle, and you see stuff like this, it makes my life pretty easy in terms of, huh, I wonder what I should really talk about. And, you know, today I just wanna talk about and break down uh, the whole, woe is me, I can't get ahead, you know, blah, 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 Everything is rigged against me, versus the you know what, I'm just going to get it done. And as far as excuses or as, as far as things that may be holding me back, things that may be, you know, preventing me from getting to where I want to do or accomplish what I want to accomplish, I'm not even going to worry about that. I'm just going to put the axe to the grindstone and I'm going to grind and grind and grind away. And from the title of this, you probably saw the Beast versus Brat. Let's just first start with a story uh, that came out uh, very recently from USA Today that as far as I'm concerned, spoiled little brats. And these are probably the same exact people that are out there crying about how difficult life is, how they can't make any progress, how they can't do anything, because, you know, just the whole woe is me, spoiled little brats. And here is the title of this article, and maybe I'm falling out of the mainstream loop, maybe I'm falling out of the lingo, Uh, so I guess if I am, let me know in the comments section or whatever, Uh, but I didn't know what ghosting had to do in, in terms of the job market, in terms of interviews, but the name of the article, again, from USA Today, workers are ghosting interviews, blowing off work in a strong job market. So the article kicks off, At Carports and More, based in El Dorado Hills, California, nearly half of the 65 job candidates scheduled for interviews the past month didn't show up. Half, 50%, not to insult your intelligence, but if you have two people standing there, one of those people is just not gonna show up. To continue on, at Voice Nation, an Atlanta area call center, a similar share of the 10 hires the company was making each month Never came in to work. In the hottest job market in decades, workers are holding all the cards and they're starting to play dirty. Play dirty, no, they're just being spoiled little brats. There is nothing, what is that supposed to prove? Playing dirty? No, that's just being dirty. That's, that, we're, no, that's a terrible line in this article. A growing number are ghosting their jobs, blowing off scheduled job interviews, accepting offers, but not showing up the first day and even vanishing from existing positions all without giving notice. What? You accept a job and then you don't show up on the first day or you just flat out quit? While skipping out on appointments and work has always happened on occasion, the behavior is starting to feel like a commonplace occurrence," says Chip Cutter, editor at large at LinkedIn, the job and social networking site who has studied hiring practices. So this is, I would say, this is that's kind of really pathetic when somebody um, from LinkedIn, and if you're not familiar with what LinkedIn is, they are just a, a very, very big social media. Who bought them? I think Microsoft now bought them, um, but you know when somebody like that who is. LinkedIn's all about networking, professionals, jobs, is saying that it's becoming commonplace, that is, that's kind of scary, and that's really sad. It's really pathetic, but it's actually a really good thing, and I'm gonna tell you exactly why it's a good thing. Maybe you already know why it's a good thing, uh, but we'll get to that later. Spoiled brats, as much as it annoys me, as much as it kind of is causing me to do what I'm doing right now and sitting here and kind of ranting about it, I love it. I love it, it is beautiful. It is truly a beautiful thing. To continue on though with the article, while no one formally tracks such antics, many businesses report that 20 to 50% of job applicants and workers are pulling no-shows in some form, forcing many firms to modify their hiring practices. I mean, 20 to 50%. Even twenty percent, you have five people. That's still one of those people that is just gonna, uh, you know, pull a no show. And they didn't really exactly define no show, but it sounds like whether that be an interview or just not, um, you know, showing up for work. I mean, one out of five, and that's at the low end of the range. You get up to again that fifty percent mark, and that's one out of every two people. That seems to be exaggerated a little bit. I, I can't, you know, I can't fathom that number. You know, there being that much of a quality. Thing out there, or quality issue because I mean let's face it this is all a a, a quality what kind of individual are you um, you know am I saying that if you you know schedule something and you just don't show up you have uh, character issues yeah that's exactly what I'm saying that would be a quality problem especially in this day and age I mean pull out your phone type up like an email real quick or dare I say like call the phone dial you know those numbers on your phone are for like actual phone numbers call them up real quick just let them know hey thanks but no thanks i i have another you know option that's fine that is um you know being polite that is being professional there's no quality issues there at all but think that 50% have character quality issues out there that's uh, that's kind of crazy and if you're thinking oh, it's it's those millennials no i i would disagree uh because remember we still have the beast we got to talk about but right now we're yeah we're in full blown spoiled brat so the article goes on, uh, and then there's the, the subtitle here. You know, more job options. You're seeing job candidates with more options, says Don Fay, director, president, staffing from Robert Half for the New York City area. It's definitely influenced their behavior, and that's that's great. That's awesome. That's the beautiful thing about a free market. And you know, to go back to the quality thing, there's nothing wrong with getting a bunch of job interviews because yeah, there, there are a lot of job options out there right now and then just not showing up to them because maybe you take a job. But just let them know. You don't just hang people out to dry. You know, you don't just waste somebody's time like that. It's just not, it's it's not efficient on your part. It's not in your best, uh, you know, in, in your, in, it's not in your best interest to behave that way in the long run because all you're doing for yourself is building bad character habits. And bad character habits, maybe they won't bite you in the short run, but in the long run, that's, that's going to take you down pathways, and it's just it, it's not going to make your life very efficient. So just to really reiterate, I am not saying that you shouldn't go out there and use the free market system for your advantage. By all means, you should line up a bunch of job interviews. Uh, explain to those people, yeah, I got job interviews set up at other places because now you can almost create a bidding war for yourself. But to just to set stuff up, and I, you know, if if you end up not wanting to go to the, the other ones, you get scheduled. That's not a big deal. That's not what. My, the problem is here. That's not a spoiled brat. That's just you know what. I got a job that I want. I still do have you know three other interviews. I'm just gonna shoot these people an email real quick. Shoot them a phone call real quick, uh, or you know whatever. I'm just gonna get a hold of them. I am gonna communicate them and you know just tell them you know what. Thanks, but no thanks. And then there you go. There, there's nothing wrong with that at all. So yeah, the the job market is hot. But to think that. It's just scary that, yeah, there's lots of jobs, but that's how it's influencing their behavior. To influence their behavior to just hang other people out to dry, I mean, that's just a spoiled, that's what a spoiled little brat would do. Which, and this all segues perfectly into this next part of the interview where, I'm sorry, but this is just, I mean, but I don't wanna come across like a know-it-all, because I'm not. I don't wanna come across as some sort of professional communicator, because I'm clearly not as you listen to this and if you've listened to past episodes, but it's truly not rocket science how you have to just tell these people. So from the article, another area, um, it says, uh, Michelle, uh, I'm not sure how to say her last name, but she's 27, of New Orleans, never called to cancel two interviews with school administrators after he got a job, uh, as, after he got a job as a high school math teacher. I really just didn't wanna go through the back and forth of being asked his reasons. Plus, he says, people already think millennials are entitled, figuring how can they decline something? They haven't paid their dues. Well, it's not that big of a deal. Why would anybody think you're entitled when employers know that it's a very hot job market? So for you to think that they're gonna think that you're entitled because you're turning down their opportunity I assure you, people know the job market situation. They are not gonna look at you and say, well, pfft. Now, let's change it. If you said, you know what, I'm gonna turn down the job because I'm gonna sit in my uh, basement, play video games, my mom's gonna make me meatloaf every night, and I, so that's what you know, That's just why I'm gonna turn on the job. Okay, I could see the employer thinking, all right, yeah, you're kind of, uh, you're, you're quite entitled. But to sit there and say, no, I had a couple other job offers and I, I picked that one, thanks but no thanks, that's such a terrible excuse that this person is using. Well, I don't want them to think that I'm entitled, so I'm just gonna hang them out to dry and just not even call it a cancel or anything. That's a terrible, terrible excuse. And if anything, like I said, the bidding war thing, I just really didn't wanna go back and forth of being asked his reasons. Well, I mean, Back and forth, it doesn't need to be a back and forth. If anything, a back and forth could benefit you if potentially you're not quite sold on the job that you've taken or that you're thinking of taking. Well, you know, I'm thinking about taking it and I probably am, um, unless you know you guys can offer me something that would, you know, get me more interested in your position. And just like that, you could be leveraging, you know, this other job or this other interview that you're potentially going to take in your favor. I mean, let's use the situation to your advantage. Don't be a spoiled little brat. I mean, this is a great environment for people to actually build demand for yourself, uh, You know, especially if you're a beast, which we'll get to here in a second. But when you're just a spoiled brat, and again, if these are the excuses that you are coming up with, or that I'm assuming that spoiled brats are probably not listening to this because they have uh, no interest, but I mean, if, if that is your excuse on why you're behaving and why your quality of character is suffering is because of the excuses that we just read about here, that's, so, that, that's just pathetic, that is so bad. So enough with that, it's time to talk about the beast. And I am assuming that you are a beast or you have beast potential, maybe you're already in beast mode, but you are some form of beast Because yeah, you're not gonna be this far into this podcast if you are a spoiled little brat. You're gonna have found me super, super annoying, super, super who knows what. But I I highly doubt that if you're a spoiled brat, you're still listening. But you're probably a beast. Or like I said, at minimum, you have that beast potential. So this is what a beast looks like. This is what it takes. This is what... I hope that you are striving to. These are the type of people that I want to hang around with. I don't want to hang around with losers and the spoiled brats that we just talked about. They are losers. I don't want to hang around people like that. You are a product of who you hang around with. If you hang around with a bunch of people that think one way, act one way, you're probably going to act that way. There's a reason. I'm I'm starting to learn this. My kids are still young, but. I now understand why my parents were always kind of like so who are you hanging around with and they kind of wanted to know about the people that I was hanging around with because well yeah you you tend to act you know think behave develop social or a certain you know kind of social cues social philosophies if you will via you know the, the the people you surround yourself with so who am I about to talk about I would I would welcome him in yeah man let's go let's hang out you're you're that's who I strive to be that's who I wanna be surrounded with, not a spoiled little brat. So from, uh, let's see, Fox News article, and maybe you saw this one, I I think it was, uh, went across quite a bit of the the news wires, but the title of the article, student takes long walk to work, ends up owning boss's car. And earlier in this, I talked about how spoiled brats are a good thing, good thing for me, and good thing for you, uh, because why? Well, think about where the bar is starting to be set. Like the bar of you know, just almost average. If 50% of people are are not even showing up and you actually show up, as pathetic as that is, that actually makes you look good that you just even showed up. How sad is that? But if you're willing to work, if you're willing to just be a beast, you are going to look like a superstar out there if the baseline is just showing up. But you're willing, but to you, it's just like, wait, showing up, That how does that make me, separate me from the pack by just showing up? That's what I mean. That's my point is, by all means, people, continue to be spoiled brats. Let the spoiled bat, bats flounder and flourish because for any of us that wanna actually work, that actually wanna put the ax to the grindstone, oh, we are gonna be superstars out there. We. Yeah, we really are, you really will be. So, and, and this is, what you may be thinking, well, that seems kind of extreme that you know, it, people went this far for this situation. But I, I would argue now, and like I said, the timing of these articles couldn't be better. I, it makes perfect sense to me looking at these statistics when you're getting that 20 to 50% range, and then you have something like this happen. I, I, I get it, I understand why these people were probably pretty inspired by this. Uh, and pretty motivated to wow, this is quite a unique situation given the, the backdrop of everything. So like I said, name of the article, student takes long walk to work, ends up owning boss's car. A college student in Alabama who hopes to join the US Marine Corps made a good first impression on his first day at a new job. And I do need to say real quick, this is why I feel, this is why I sleep easy at night because I love our military to know that our military, to know that I'm being protected by people like this. That's a that's good. I I and everybody in the military that I've ever met, they are quality people. They are people where I mean, I wouldn't want to meet them in a in a dark alley and I meet that in the most respectable way, but they are people that are like, "You know what? It is what it is. I'm going to do what I'm going to do." And you know, that victim card what That victim card, that's toilet paper, right? That's what I should be using that victim card for? Yeah, that's what they do with the victim card mentality. And here is just another data point about why I sleep so easy at night and why I love uh, the military. I mean, just these are good quality people that you just don't wanna mess around with. So I distracted myself with that little thing, but a college student in Alabama who hopes to join the US Marine Corps made a good first impression on his first day at a new job. So here we go, first day, we just, you, we just talked about the statistics. First day, a lot of people just don't even show up. And it has already paid off in a replacement for his broken down car. According to media report, Walter Carr's 2003 Nissan Altima conked out just before his first day at the Bellhops Moving Company. So college kid wants to join the US Marines, as is, is working for a moving company. So he, he's willing to break a sweat. Well done, well done. And I do wanna know, this is why, to me, it has nothing to do with millennials. It has nothing to do with, well, these stats, that all have to do with, no. Right here, a college student, that would put him in the millennial age range. Now, could it be argued that there's a lot of spoiled brats out there? Absolutely, but once again, full circle. That's my point, is if you're willing to be a beast, the opportunity is going to rain down from the sky on you, for sure. So, picking back up not wanting to show up late on his first day. Wait, what? His first day and he's worried about not showing up late? There we go, beast mode. 20-year-old Carr left his home in Alabama around midnight and started walking alone in the dark so he could get to the job on time. Some police officers spotted him around 4 a.m. I'm not a math genius, but if he left around midnight and then he got Spotted at 4 a.m. That was already four hours of walking. Four hours of walking. I can. I wanna hang out with this kid. This kid is a beast. Uh, let's see, where was I? Spotted him at 4 a.m. and took him to breakfast before dropping him off at his destination. Awesome, that's good stuff. So he got some uh, breakfast out of that. Well deserved, um, the news site reported. Carr's first day client, Jenny Lamey, Offered to let him rest a bit, but Carr got straight to work instead. Come on, man. Let's. I want to hang out. If, if, hey, if you happen to listen to this podcast, let's hang out, man. I want to hang out with you. You, th- this is inspirational stuff right here. You, you want to rest? You just been walking for like four hours. No, he didn't. He got right to work. Doing what? Desk work? No, at a moving company. According to Lamey's Facebook post, she learned that Carr and his mother were Hurricane Katrina refugees who had moved to Alabama after losing their home in Louisiana. Okay, so that's a pretty tough spot to be in. That's a really tough spot to be in. In fact, if somebody did wanna maybe pull out the victim card, maybe a little bit, and woe is me, and I had to, you know, we're, we had to move. I don't see any of that here. I see a kid that's like, my car broke down, yeah, uh, you know, Hurricane Katrina kinda jacked us up, but I don't care. Well, hey, you have been what walk- you want to break? Nope, I'll get right to it. No excuses, this is what it's all about, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm just easily fired up, but like I said, these are the people that you should wanna be surrounding yourself with. This is who I wanna surround myself with, people like this. I want people that inspire and motivate me, and this is, Great stuff, no victim cards here. Lamy was impressed by Carr's work ethic, ethic, so she started a GoFundMe page to try and raise money for a new car for the young man. As of early Wednesday, the page had raised more than $32,000, well beyond the $2,000 goal. And this is the other thing that always amazes me, is if you are a beast, if you work hard, and you are of quality character, Not, well, I work 40 hours a week, I work 50 hours a week, but you know that you're surfing the internet when you should be doing actual work. Okay, yeah, sure you're at work 40 to 50 hours a week, but are you actually working? Are you actually making yourself a quality asset to the company? Big difference here. This person was obviously making themselves a quality asset to the company. Because sure, they were offered a break to rest, which I wouldn't blame the person, but, no, I'm not gonna rest, I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna make myself a quality asset to this moving company that I'm a part of. And when you are a quality asset, when you just live life in that type of mentality, that type of way, it's kind of odd how luck just seems to follow you around, how good things just seem to happen. Now, can bad things happen? Yeah, I'm not saying that. But it's just weird, and there's a great quote out there um, by, uh, actually, I, I gotta pause this real quick. I gotta look up this quote. Here it is. So from Larry Bird, famous, famous basketball player. If you're a basketball fan, then you definitely know who Larry Bird is. But the quote goes like this. I've got a theory that if you give 100% all the time, somehow things will work out in the end. You know, so luck will kind of just follow you around if you give 100%. And let's just drive home this point. Sure, you may be at work 40, 50 hours a week, but if you're sitting there, Wasting the company's time, then that's not giving 100%. Now, sure, you yeah, at least you're showing up, so I'll, I'll 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 applaud you for that, as pathetic as that is. But uh, hey, you showed up, well done. But that's still not quite 100%. So again, that's and I fully believe the theory, and um, you know here it is translating out. People wanna help other people. Wanna help Beast. That's the cool thing about being a Beast. Is people want to make you more of a beast. They kind of want to like pull out the steroids and be like, here, let me give you an injection of more beast mode so that you can keep on beasting because it is motivational. It is inspiring. Who is inspired by a spoiled brat? Who is inspired by somebody that takes a job offer and then doesn't even show up the first day? If you're inspired by that, I don't know. I don't know what my, like my wires, my mind just can't compute that. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a weirdo, but. People wanna help people that are beast. So when you are a beast, good things are gonna happen. And like Larry Bird says, somehow things will work out in the end. So by being a beast, this person just, you know what, I wanna start, You know, let's see if I can get to 2,000. Ended up with 32,000. And then the, uh, the article finishes up, when Bellhop CEO Luke Marlin learned about his new employee, he drove his own 2014 Ford Escape from Tennessee on Monday, so he could let Carr have it. I am honestly blown away by him, Mark Lynn told Alabama.com. Everything he did that day is exactly who we are, heart and grit. So far, he's batting a 1,000. Because he's a beast. And when you get the overall context of just how apparently pathetic it is out there, now, don't get me wrong, even if it wasn't pathetic out there, this kid is still a, 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 just a beast to the, the max. But you can just get so far ahead at this point in time by just, well, I, I mean, being a quality human being, working hard, and being smart about things. So I, I hope this kind of, I mean, my question to you, and I already know the answer because you're still listening, but are you a spoiled brat? Are you a brat or are you a beast? I know what I am. I'm a beast. And if that makes me cocky, then so be it. But I'm. I'm. People may outwork me, but it, it's going to be a battle. If you're going to outwork me, we're going to we're going to push each other to the core. And you know what? I very well may lose. Maybe you can outwork me, but that implies that you are going to be working and you are going to be having a be a beast among beasts because I. I just want to get stuff done, and let's just—I don't want to have any excuses. Let's just make it happen. And I am by no means perfect at all. I've fallen off the boat, fallen off the wagon, in many uh, areas when it comes to you know the whole health side of things. Several years back, I definitely kind of didn't go beast mode on that. I became essentially a spoiled brat, and um, you know, if anybody—and the kind of interesting part about that is uh, you know on my other YouTube channel that I have you know, it was kind of documented. I mean, when I first started doing videos, there was a couple where I look back now and I'm just, oh, Clay, man, you were, what were you doing? You, what what happened? But, uh, you know, I, I just, you know what? What am I doing? Time to get back on track. Time to go into beast mode when it comes to health. And, you know, you, if you were to watch the videos over time, then I, I've made progress and I, I've gotten to where I wanna go and I'm I definitely want to stay there, so I just bring that up because it's there's nothing wrong if maybe you've fallen off the boat, you've fallen off the wagon in, in one area or another. That that's fine. No, I'm not saying that anybody's got to be perfect, but no better time to change than now, right? I mean, let let's get to it. Maybe you're at work right now and you're thinking I really don't like it, but I'm kind of eyeballing this or I'm eyeballing that. Then at least pursue it a little bit. I'm not saying you flat out quit your job right now, but you never know what could happen. I mean, but be a beast. And even if you're not quite, oh, I don't know, I'm not, I am not. don't really like my job right now, just be a beast at your job. If you make yourself a quality asset to that company, that stuff is gonna shine through. Because remember, you are surrounded by a bunch of spoiled brats, and this uh, apparently is not fairy. I mean, these stats are insane. When you start to see these numbers come out, when you start to see these surveys, when you start to see, you know, people, you know, I don't can't remember his name, but from LinkedIn say that a lot of this is, only, is almost becoming commonplace, just common, you know, methods of behavior, you are literally surrounded by brats. So you should already be a beast, but if, if you can just up that beast mode that much more, think about what you can really do for yourself. Think about what you can do for, whether it's your family or just your future. I mean, uh, at 20 years old, I mean, this that his work ethic, his mentality towards life, towards just let's get stuff done, I mean, he's going real far, and uh, he is uh, setting himself on a path um, of just, I mean, that is, that is great, great stuff. So I have nothing else for this episode. I'm racking my brain, but I think these two articles showed kind of quite a bit of uh, the whole beast versus brat. And again, my question to you is what are you? Are you a beast or a brat? I know I'm a beast and I, hey, I hope you join me on the beast wagon because let's go, let's go in a beast mode.